You've reached Moody's Never Say Die Hard, a moonlighting podcast with Kevin and Chez. Each week we watch the next episode, available Friday, for you to download. For each break in the case, we have laughs for your face. For every twist and thrill, we have jokes that kill. Some fly by night, some fly by day. So let us now join Addison and Hayes. All major credit cards accepted. Hello and welcome to Moonies Never Say Die Hard, a moonlighting podcast with Kevin and Chez. I am Kevin. Hello, Chez. How are hey, you? Hey, Kevin. How are you on this snowy day? I'm good. Uh, kids home from school. It's nice. It's cozy. Yeah. yeah the cats I are like home from, from wherever they wouldn't go in the first place. <laughs> Our intern is here just watching, spent the whole morning watching snow and now just watching us. Yeah. I mean... She is stealing from us. That was our takeaway. Oh, from yeah, definitely. Last yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She's, she's, and we she's... haven't done a thing about it. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you know, we got lives, and I don't know if we're actually getting money from our sponsors anyway. I'm saying sponsors in the hope we get two at one day. But, you know, I, I feel good about our chance. Kiki holds all the cards. Oh, yeah. Like, we well, don't have access to the accounts. We made a very wise choice in giving a cat complete control of our financial, and if you think about it, business, just entirely our business model. It was either this or duck. Our plan of action was, please let us have the account, and she said nothing. Nothing. You know what? The word coup gets thrown around a lot, but, you know, it just, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. But now she's back to staring at the snow. She's really on top of things. I mean, she is. We just didn't know to what degree. <laughs> but uh, yeah, today is uh, on recording day because obviously this gets today is Valentine's Day E for those who celebrate. This gets put out on February 16th, which that's not even Valentine's Boxing Day by that point. <laughs> no, it's long past. I think that's yeah. like Valentine's Greek. That's Greek Orthodox Valentine's Day, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess, which I guess would make it Eros Day. I don't know, but you know, we, what we're saying is there love, love is in the air, because we have a special surprise coming up next week on our podcast. That's true. We're watching the, as we mentioned last week, we're watching the new J Lo musical experience. Musical experience. experience. I believe it's musical experience because there isn't a concert, but there is what they used to be called music videos in a sense. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, this is me now, a love story. Mm-hmm which uh, premieres February 16th on Prime Video. And the following week, which will be February 23rd, is when our podcast review of it comes out. Either it's our review, it's our takeaway, it's just our immersion within all of it. Oh, it's... <laughs> or maybe we'll be worshipping at the feet of it. We, we don't this, know what's going to happen. This may be our favorite film of all time. We found out today that Ben Affleck is in it, but he's not playing Ben Affleck. But there is going to be a Ben Affleck character who I guess is called Husband Number Two, and uh, and also astrology symbols. But oddly enough, not yours. Yeah, so ten out of twelve. Ten out of twelve astrologies get a persona in this movie. Yeah, they have they have people playing astro- astrological symbols. Right, and they stopped at ten characters. And they left oh. out Capricorn. I am not an astrology person, but it just seems weird to do 10 out of 12. That's weird, because remember when they introduced the 13th one for about six weeks back in no. 2009? Everyone lost their freaking mind. Because what? everyone had identified, I forgot what it, 
had the the word almost sounds like that word for that blackness you see when you close your eyes. Well, that would this be really such happened? a symbol. It happened around 2009, 2010. They decided. Did you, like, is this like a thing where we all knew it happened and then we got men in black, but you missed that? Like you weren't I, there that day to get men in black? I, I'm not good <laughs> at eye contact. Okay. I mean, that was direct it. eye contact. Yeah. And I think that's how I lost. I, I missed I missed a little. Uh, I don't remember that. Neuralizer. Yeah, it was around 2009, 2010. I think for about six weeks, I was, according to this, a cancer. I am a Leo. I'm played by Post Malone in the uh, movie. Not bad. In the, in the uh, This Is Me Now a Love Story. You got a cool version uh, of America the Beautiful at the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I was actually. Uh, I, I think Post Malone is as talented as he is tattooed. He is. Yeah, no, very no, I'm, I'm not. No, no, I I agree. I mean, I knew him first from the song from Into the Spider-Verse. Sunflower? Is that a word? Yeah. Or, yeah. And so various characters, but Capricorn, I like how we, we decided we were never telling information about ourselves. We were essentially telling people our birthday or around it at this point. <laughs> but um, yeah, Capricorn, that is odd. Capricorn's a nice symbol. They're relaxed. It's the goat. It's the goat. It's the special goat. I've got the, I, mine is the one that thinks it's the greatest, but just won't shut up. But February 23rd, our reaction, our full-throated, full-blooded, full-body reaction to This Is Me Now, a love story, the Jennifer Lopez music extravaganza. Please join us. I I can't wait. I can't wait either. I, and you know who will also be joining us? Our sponsor. Oh. Mooney's Never Stay Die Hard is brought to you by Zini's Italian Restaurant, the only restaurant in America. And now Zini's is proud to present their new Too Late for a Valentine's Date special. Yes, did you forget to mark the occasion with a romantic getaway or at least a drawing of a heart and the words I'm sorry on a fogged up bathroom mirror the next day while your partner screamed at you from the shower to get the hell out? Well, the damage may be done, but you still have to eat. So why not discuss the fallout from your faux pas over a delicious meal right in public, thereby lessening the chances for high-pitched obscenities or withering remarks about genitalia. Plus, you can now have one of our Zini's food mascots, Megplant, the eggplant, Pegplant, the eggplant, or even the evil and probably leering Glowerpuss sit at your table throughout your entire meal, distracting you from your heartache with their awkward mute presence and inability to blink. And should things get a little heated between you and your partner, our mascots will try to quell the yell by gesticulating wildly, making several stabby motions with a cheese knife, or simply shoving food into both your shrieking maws until you calm the F down. And by F, we mean focaccia, just one of the many slices you'll find in your prepaid bread basket. Yes, while it's almost certainly far too late to salvage what you once called love, it's never too late for a good meal. Unless you're one of those people who insists on eating after 9 p.m. because that's when our kitchen closes. Zini's Italian Restaurant, where emotions always run higher than our prices. There was a lot to unpack in that. But, there was. But I kind of just kept going. I mean, the thing that was glaring at me was you have to pay for bread? We're going to have to pay for bread? They give nothing because I think they figure they're giving their all in their food. They're bringing the, the audience for that copy was very sad people. <laughs> and I think it, it was, but you mistakes. know, and, and on top of that, they're going to hammer them for bread money. I mean, let us, let us be honest. They do not seem to be charging you to have a mascot sit with you. That's true. It was $500 to have them come to your house for Super Bowl. And who knows to how much to officiate your wedding at Bar Mitzvah? I didn't check Instagram to see if anybody did that. 
I didn't see, yeah. I didn't look for hashtags of peg plant or meg plant at Super Bowl parties. Because that could probably answer a lot of questions we have about their mascots. Like, mm-hmm. is there only one? Are they actually sentient eggplant? Or is there someone inside? You'd think <laughs> at this point we would know. But again, we get a lot of our information through a cat who's stealing our money. It's the same response from the cat as it is from Zedis. It's yeah. like we ask them questions and then they just say nothing and send us different copy. They say nothing and occasionally they sit in our lap. It's very weird business operation. Yeah, but, every week it's like Zinis, thanks for the copy. Yep. Just a few questions, just so we could, you know, better visualize the copy that we're talking about. And we ask if the if the mascots are real, made in a lab, or if there's just people inside. And and then they just say, here's more copy. Here's more just ignoring they, it completely. They do the cataclysm, they look at us, and then they walk away and fall asleep on a countertop. Yeah. And we keep accepting this. I know. Because I really am more curious every week. And I know it, that our our reservation was pushed back to 2026 because we accused them of murder and kidnapping and all that. But I'm looking forward halfway. to it. I'm still looking forward to it. And I hope by that point they don't charge for bread anymore. But maybe by that I point. I guess we'll pay we'll, Do you need the bread, though? Because, you know, a lot of these eggplant meals, I'm sure, have breading on them. I can never have too much bread. Especially when, in an when Italian we, restaurant where you're already carbo-loading? There used to be a restaurant before Zini's called... I don't know how, but yeah. ...called Panera. And I would get a side of bread with my sandwich. You got a <laughs> side of bread with your sandwich. They would say, do you want bread or an apple with your sandwich? And I'd be like, more bread, please. Yeah. So would you just have it off to the side? Would you slip that bread into the middle of your sandwich to create <laughs> your own like, little double-decker? More... No, I'd just eat it separate. Yeah. I'd eat it like an apple. I would just bite into it. <laughs> just crunch, stare, yeah, yeah. look off. Just, I admit, if there is a basket of bread, I will eat the bread. Yeah. Occasionally, I will even apply the butter on the bread. Unless the butter has been... I understand they refrigerate the butter, but then you're just going at it with the knife until eventually you say, I can't. I can't. You have to and eat it with don't. the butter. That's, the, that's, that's how you get the butter into your body. <laughs> It's not for the Oh, bread. you mean how there are pill pockets for cats to make sure yeah. they get their proper medication? This is how you get your daily allowance of butter into yeah. your body? I mean, there is no longer a food pyramid, or I forget, I don't even know what shape they use now, decahedron, but, you know, but it's, I imagine butter was one of them. Oh, it better be, because that's what I've been living by. <laughs> butter, fistful of, you know, Chex Mix, you know, the various, all the crucial elements. Yeah. They kind of look like a cubic pyramid, you know. <laughs> In case you're also trying to figure out what year we also are. <laughs> but we've given you our astrology symbol. Why not let you know how old we are? I'm the older my, one. So I don't my, want to my, check, uh... my food pyramid would be the purple section of the connections game. It would confuse people. It'd be like, how do these four words go together? But it's the last well, one, so they have to. They have to. <laughs> and you have said you played the game where you try to figure out before, you know it's the last four, but you try to figure out what it could be. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I've been trying to do that too. Sometimes, however, the purple one is the first one I get. Yeah. And you feel I, like you did something amazing that day. Yeah, you do. But that doesn't mean the rest come in fast. It's sort no. of like when you get the pentagram in Wordle, I mean, excuse me, spelling bee, and you're going, all right. And sometimes you get two. It's like, this is well, because there's an ING. But, yeah. you know, you're just riding high and you go, this is good. And then you realize it's an hour and a half later. You look back at it and you're still on nice. I will say today's connection yeah. is throw me a little. Because I, I thought that was I one that was a lock, and it tells me it's not a lock, and I don't know how it's not a lock. 
the 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 days of connections that are bad is when you throw out something and it doesn't even say one away. You put in four choices and it doesn't say one away. You are way off. You are. It's like you're supposed to pick the ones that are here. You're supposed to use the choices <laughs> in front of you. You are aware <laughs> there are words in front of you, right? <laughs> You are aware that this is. Are you are you pulling things from another game? <laughs> I mean, because I, 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 this is almost like you pulled something from tiles. We don't know what on earth is happening here. But I've been doing well, feeling good. And then uh, today's connections. I don't know. I don't know, Kev. <laughs> Just like I don't know what's going on at Zini's. I don't or think with, Lolly, I don't think Lolly got today's connections. So, and she's very smart. So you don't have to feel bad about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Lolly will be the one listening to this. Why you got to drag me down to Fez? <laughs> you know he's a Leo. You can't trust those people. I don't even know what I am. I'm not in the J-Lo movie. You, you're I don't even exist. She erased a, us like that 2009 sign that they tried to make. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's rewriting <laughs> the astrological symbols. This is this is uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. She's just erasing memories. And you're going to be running across an ice ring, you know, uh, ice, and then things will just start to disappear as you're trying to hold the hand yeah. of your Capricorn symbol to make it all the way through. And now, and then eventually, uh, you got a hobbit who was always a nice hobbit, but he's kind of a leery hobbit in this movie. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, this is my way of constantly putting a hobbit because for right now, for no reason, I'm forgetting the actor's name, and this is embarrassing. Elijah. Elijah Wood. Wood. Elijah. Elijah Wood plays kind of a sleazy character in Eternal. Yeah. He's good. He's like He's very really good. good in everything. He is a very good actor. Remember the movie he did with Macaulay Culkin? Was it The Bad Seed? Not The Bad Seed. It's a very old movie. The Good, the good Son. Uh, the Good Son. Thank you. Yeah. And I remember my mom saw it. I think she took it from the library because this is old. This is VHS time. Mm -hmm. And my mom's takeaway was this. One, Elijah Wood is a very good actor, even as a kid. And my mom said this was the movie that showed you Macaulay has his boundaries oh. as an actor, which is a nice way of putting it, and I will go with that. But uh, Elijah Wood showed showed early. Yeah, I mean, in that movie, they all die from bees as well, right? I assumed it to some point. Yeah, I think that's yeah. how. Yeah, that's how, that's actually of, same as the end of Home Alone. Just yeah. bees. Always remember bees. when you remember when you would. I mean, at least for me, whenever I would first start writing stories, like let's say middle school or high school, I don't. You don't know how to end them, so you end them with death. Mm -hmm. Because that's a finality. There's that. So I just assume every movie for a time period, they didn't know how to end it. So it's like Waterworld, bees. <laughs> there you go. I don't know where, the, where what they're pollinating because it's all water, but bees. You know what? Maybe that's good. Bees do need to make a comeback. Kill them all, bees. <laughs> <laughs> Claim what's yours. It can't be just the apes. So There's a new like, Planet of the Apes movie coming out. <laughs> there is. And with each movie, they're getting closer to the original movie. Is that how it works timeline-wise? It's it does whether or not that's their plan. It certainly is working. Totally. Okay. Yeah, I have not. I've heard they're all great. I have not seen any of them and not because I didn't want to see them. It just hasn't happened you know, mm -hmm. because so many things going on, but it just hasn't happened. And I admit, I wish they had been a little more specific with their titles because like, yeah, okay, Dawn, Dawn and Rise are yeah. kind of close. Yeah. Dawn and Rise are so I don't yeah. I would think Dawn would be. That's when you really hit that Long Island accent. Dawn, Dawn would be uh, the first one, but I could also understand how Rise could be the could be the first one. Which is the yeah, first one? I don't actually know. See, <laughs> I've seen the first two, I think, of the newest ones, but I right. I think there's four now, right? This will be the fourth. This yeah. one will be the. Fourth. 
But um, no, I mean, Deadpool and Wolverine. Ah, can't wait. I, that That is, uh, the TVA's in it. It's so exciting. Yeah. The Loki TVA's in it. And um, it does, I'm, I'm really looking forward. I, I know this isn't your thing. I am, although I don't know if they had a trailer for it. I am looking forward to Dune 2, because I really did like Dune. I'm not. I know. But that's okay. I'm it has happy, people I'm happy you, you like. have something. <laughs> No, it does. It has a no, lot no, of people no, I, I no, like. No, I know it. you're saying that sincerely. Yeah, like, yeah. This is like when I, before I saw any of them, I was always happy when you had a Fast and Furious because I know you like your Fast and yeah, Furious films. Yeah. We are of the people that if one of us likes a movie and the other doesn't, we're happy the other per. If say I'm the person who didn't like a movie, I'm happy Kevin liked the movie and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Because why? Yeah. Why else? That's fine. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. is it taking away from you? <laughs> I mean, what exactly took, did it just steal from you that someone like something mean, you did? It took time from my life. Well, but that's okay. I mean, listen, I wouldn't even get upset if you told me you really, really, really liked uh, M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy for when you. They were, when they were in that village. It was so when good. they were in that village and they were doing villagey things. It's uh, just so much village. Beautifully shot film. But ye gods, yeah. ye gods, and you can't, I can't blame anyone in that film except M. Night. But, you know, he's bounced back. So what we're saying is moonlighting. Yeah. There's a moon in, in the village at some point. It shows up. The M stands for moon. Oh, oh you know what? Shyamalan. That's it. Drop the mic. We close this episode. That's <laughs> it. That is our perfect closing. Yeah. See, people? It's not always four and a half hours. We did it. We did it. <laughs> yep. Hat, hat, high fives, articulate yeah, arm, uh, pat on back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, real fat. The moonlighting was good. She thought she was a leprechaun. And uh, everything yeah. came out together. Right. They, yeah. they they disagreed on something. There was a chase. Yeah. It all worked out. Open on feet. Everything. We're good, people. We're yeah. done. So the synopsis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which I actually think we should just go with that one. But I wrote something. So let's go with That's this. That's yeah. It's a tale of fantasy finances and curious childhood trauma when a woman claiming to be a real life leprechaun hires the Blue Moon Detective Agency for protection from all the people chasing after her for her, not her cereal, I mean her pot of gold. The whole time I kept going, I even had this as a bad joke because I kept going, there's going to be a Lucky Charms. There's going to be a Lucky Charms. There was, but not from David. Yeah. She's the one who, the, the, the leprechaun says she chose Blue Moon because it's a good symbol, which made me think, I don't know how much leprechaun research she's done. I actually did leprechaun research for this. Okay. That's exciting. And, Nothing involving marshmallows. <laughs> but is their client a real leprechaun? Is there really a pot of gold? Was it really that easy to get into an airport in 1986? Oh, my oh, God. It was beautiful, people. Would you really convince your child they were a magical creature just to avoid jail time or at least them looking at you poorly? Moonies never say die hard. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day for Valentine's Day with season two's episode seven, Somewhere Under the Rainbow. <laughs> Again, there's a lot to unpack in this episode. Yeah. There is. There is. For, for, for an episode, we were just going to wrap up in three minutes. This, this, this more. This one came down for me. It, did, was... it didn't fall to cream pie level, but it did come Yeah, down. no, it wasn't bad. It, yeah. it just was meh. Well, part of it is, and I am not one to do accents, so this is not me making any disparaging remark whatsoever. Given the performance of said accent by said leprechaun, sometimes it was sort of like, I don't know if they're from County Cork, Alabama. <laughs> it slipped she had the red hair she she was not i mean she was not a little person but not tall stature like yeah. five foot two which you know falls into the leprechaun thing she liked blue and pink pastels which not leprechaun wear have you read the one user review on 
IMDb. Oh, they were not happy with this one. <laughs> so, so the the paragraph that applies to what we're talking about now, I don't know who wrote this review, but it was the actress playing Kathleen uses an embarrassingly atrocious Irish accent, mm-hmm. especially when saying the word daytime. It slides into an antebellum South flavor. Oh, see, I was not the only one. Okay. The casting person should have been ashamed as it takes <laughs> oh, away God. from an already razor-thin believable episode. The actress obviously knew a producer or someone owed her money. <laughs> Truly dreadful. Now, okay, that feels, not, I don't, that I feels a little strong. That, I would never go that hard. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> she is perfectly fine in the role. It's yeah, not I a great accent. Fine. She's perfectly was... fine. If you want to go full on stereotypical, you go, yeah, I would believe she's Irish on looks. This is basically means very fair skin and red hair. Yeah. It's very stereotypical. Thing. But no, that was that was harsh. That was a bit much. That's cruel. Also, kind of given an impossible character because she says yeah. she's a leprechaun. You know she can't be a leprechaun. You're hoping she can't be a leprechaun because I you want wanted some. her to be a leprechaun. At a certain point, that would have been yeah. fun, but you knew. Yeah. But we find that she isn't because David actually does research. He does investigating. Yeah. He he went to the library, which if you look at the timeline of how this, when he did it after he left her in the care of Maddie at her house at two in the morning after getting beaten up, apparently it's an all-night library in L.A. I guess so. Because Maddie <laughs> comes in the next morning David is, it's always weird to see David serious because his eyes go a little dead. Yep. His face slacks a little. This is not a knock on Bruce Willis, very good actor. But I'm saying the character, David, it is always interesting to see how it works. But yeah, so we That's have a tough research to do too. For real. Like yeah, it's impressive because there's research. no internet. No. I mean, I don't even know if there was Nexus Lexus for him to pull off anything. There so, might have been. But, so but he microfished. Irish yes. newspapers for years. Years, late at night at the all-night library, which maybe yeah. in the alleyway would behind the, the Chinese restaurant. Maybe that's where you <laughs> have the neon signs. You know, <laughs> and just going all night with that ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk with the little, with the little yeah. knob. It is, yeah. I mean, we the first thing we do is that we, as, as many a leprechaun tale, we see that this leprechaun has slept with someone, which is how all, they all start, by the way. They all start in bed. I, I need to talk about this guy that she slept with. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This, I don't know. I'm going to listen. Listen, by no means do I think I ever have pulled anything. I'm amazed that I've ever stumbled into relationships in any fashion. So this is not of that. But how this guy? It was he was limited to maybe three phrases. Mm-hmm. For a seven-minute scene, maybe. Oh, it went on. He said, this has never really happened to me before. Multiple times. Multiple times. So many times. So, so that's, that's all he could so say. The scene that he's in, they, they had just slept together. He is enamored with her, wants to continue seeing her. She tells him that she has to cryptically move on with her life. She has to give up worldly yeah, desires. Yeah, because she's a leprechaun in her mind. So, yeah. I guess she's coming she, to she some point. Believes it. We yeah. don't know it at that point, but you kind of know it if you look at the title But and so her the, Irish Southern accent. Then a guy breaks into the hotel motel room with a shotgun. She uses her leprechaun powers to make him have a heart attack and die. Right. 
And this guy who exists through this whole thing still finds different ways to say this has never really never happened have. to me before. Yeah. It's in acting classes. <laughs> they do this thing where they're like, here's a phrase. I need you to continually use it right. in a scene to in different ways to project different emotions and different feelings. Like that's an acting trick or yeah. an acting game. And it seemed like they made this guy in his moonlighting debut do an acting game. But in that situation, it's true that all probably had never really happened to him before, all the way down to having relations with the lady. I'm, I'm he was very that. grateful. He seemed like a really sweet guy. He was so psyched. <laughs> and to have had relations when when the guy came in with the shotgun his other line was, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. His third line is, <laughs> this guy is guy, dead. There's a guy with a shotgun, and he's like, I don't like this. Guys, I don't like this. But remember, when he shows up with the shotgun, the other thing he does is he hides behind, not hides, but at least walks behind her. Yeah. I guess maybe he thought, I don't want to get in the way of a casting a spell, but he does nothing that makes you think, yes, a second day. It was so odd. Yeah, that I thought maybe they're playing into like the magical spell and he is also just out of it. Like, like a, he like he went up in a coffee shop island. three hours later and he yeah. wouldn't really know how. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. When this guy comes in, I'm just going to say I've never had, thankfully, a gun pointed at me. I'm assuming yeah. you haven't because we would have each told each other at some point that this had happened in our lives. When this guy comes in with a shotgun saying, give me what's mine, our hero because this is what we're going to call him right now. His yeah. reaction, because I wrote this. Oh, I hate this. What are you, the husband, the father? I hate this. This has never happened to me. That is the long-ass equivalent of, oh, geez, which does not seem to be a, which ties into, had it been the case, that was the only believable reaction story that would have been by. It was like he was under some spell. Yeah. No, he, I mean, the only thing you could do is just look at the leprechaun go, girl, no, not this guy, not again, no. He had a full smile on his face the whole time, too. A guy died in front of them, and he's still, like, smiling. Should we call the police? This guy is dead. This has never happened to me before. <laughs> One more I, time on the way out. This has never I gotta happened to go. me before. <laughs> so I got to go. That's what it is. There's no emotion. There's no reaction. It is remarkable. It That... That was the part that was less real than her saying she was a leprechaun, or you assume she's a leprechaun, yeah. or we knew she was a leprechaun because we like to read the descriptions before we go into this. What I also want to say, the guy who came in with the shotgun, who is looking for his money, because we will find out that her dad stole a bunch of money, stole a bunch of gold coins because from, from the Bank of Ireland, which apparently when he stole in the 60s, was also Gringotts from Harry Potter, because I don't know why they've got a pot of gold <laughs> at the bank. Yeah. And he's wanting his share because he, he went to jail. The dad didn't go to jail. The dad heads off. We find out later when we told that, that the coroner says he died of a simple heart attack. And they said, you know, various reasons why he died. But one of the reasons they gave for, listen, it was his time, was that he was 55. I know. I thought of you. Yeah, no, I, I, I am 56 people. If you want to tie it in, Leo, just I'm giving you all the information. And my social security number is, but stop at the eighth digit. <laughs> Don't give them. Everything. Make them work for it. Make, Make them work. work for it. 
<laughs> lay at the yeah. library, figure it out, digits. Yeah. I, I like how it's not a digit. It's like, how many options do they have? Well, 10, run with it. <laughs> I'm going to say this, and we have brought this up before. 80s years are different than now. now yeah. I was, was going to say now are years. Now years. So a 55 and 86, it's a hard 55. Also, you've been in jail. I'm assuming by the other guy's reaction, the one who had slept with said leprechaun, that if we were to go by his mannerisms reaction, that was one lucky 14-year-old. <laughs> I mean, laws were broken. He was clearly, uh, he's supposed to be like 30. But emotionally and mentally, that... Uh, yeah, somehow he also was large. He was also car. large. He was large. He, he was found like the same machine. Like, yeah. It was such a weird way. I mean, this episode started in a very traditional way. We got to see feet. Got close up with feet walking. This episode will end in a traditional way. There'll be a chase. It is amazing how every every man that's like 35 and under in moonlighting, we could label as they might have used the large machine. Yeah. And the, and everybody older than that carries a gun and has killed people in their past. Exactly. <laughs> and looks like looks like maybe they were born turn turn of the century. Yeah. And now we have stated this before, because when we call that David was in, you know, the, the moonlighting version very large, which he was. And this this uh, gentleman, wow, he went to the defective machine when he became large. <laughs> I began to think he was a zygote. I don't know what he was before he could be large, but he had like zero experiences. And we've said this before. You and I, we, we know we, we wear our inner child as an exoskeleton every so often. We know we, we don't hide that. But even by our standard, David and Dear Lord, this guy. This guy is almost used as a foil for David. David just yeah. David just shines <laughs> off of this guy because, dear Lord, our our leprechaun will come, will go to Blue Moon Detective Agency because Blue Moon is a very good luck symbol for leprechauns, she tells us, because she is being followed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's being followed. There's there's no doubt about that. We, we saw the guy. Yeah. She doesn't say for quite some time that she killed someone, that she believes she killed someone. And not until the end does she mention the, the photo of the dad and how the pot of gold happened, because all this is top load information. OK, granted, maybe you want to keep the I killed someone close to the vest. I understand that. No one like no one likes jail. This guy clearly didn't like jail. The other guy, I hope, dear God, I don't know how what's the trade. I hope he never goes to jail because he's not lasting 15 minutes. This has never happened to me before. <laughs> I've never been in jail before. In the shower. This is curious. <laughs> This has never happened to me before. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like That's this. The, in a very flat, monotone, I, I'm not a fan of this. Can I go home? Yes, in eight years. I don't know what crime he's committed. Well, he kind of walked away from a murder scene, which is when a murder scene. But I don't this know. This is the closest we've gotten to a Liam. I know, but Liam would have <laughs> been so much more Liam. fun. Liam yeah. would have been cheery about this. First of all, <laughs> We would have opened with Liam in bed and just thrusting his arms going, wee! Not like I did it. He wouldn't have done that. It would have been wee. By the way, if you open, traditionally, if you open on a scene where a couple in bed and the guy's first line is, this has never happened to me before, you expect the other person's line to go with a very tight smile, it's okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> because that sounds performative issues, does yeah. it not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, that is a thing, whether it was that, which apparently it was not. But at no point should you be in bed with someone and you say this has never happened to me before. I guess in his regard, it was picking up someone 
Yeah. From a bar, I don't think she introduced herself as a leprechaun at the bar. I or gave her uh, name, right? Or like gave her name her or name. any yeah. information. He's just going to wander and go redhead, yay, hi, in Craigslist. You know, missed connections. Well, connection <laughs> and then missed second connection. You, you killed a guy with your hand. <laughs> I kept saying I've never done this before. <laughs> uh, yeah, you killed a guy with your hand. I quickly left. Coffee? But yeah, you don't. But at no point is there any reason. This is going to be eighty percent of our podcast is the same people. <laughs> at no point do you ever say this has never happened to me. But let me put this way: I have no game, and I would never say that. Oh, on the nightstand when they start panning over before he says this has never happened to me. Did he before. have like a bottle of Flintstone chewables or what? No, there was a bottle of alcohol called Paddy. Irish with an exclamation. <laughs> Very point. Irish. But wow. I didn't know if maybe we could reach out, Kiki could reach out to the Patty people. And maybe we could get another sponsor. I we, we may be embarrassed by their copy. Not like we aren't by Zini's is wonderful. The by the way, how much throughout this episode, how much Irish jig music did you hear throughout this All episode? different kinds, even though All different. I'm I mean, at sure one point it sounded it's like, the same. It also sounds like, but at one point it's like, did Clannad score this? There was that, cheerful Irish jig. There was suspenseful Irish jig. <laughs> I mean, it would have been like a decade too soon, but maybe at this point it would have been nice to have heard from the cores again. It's been a while. This was the know? same music that they would have played if Full House went to Ireland. Like, this is the music <laughs> that would have, as they showed the plane going across the Atlantic. Had Family Matters gone to Rome, the equivalent would have been that, 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 constantly. That, that, yeah. Whereas this music, because it's going, at, at one point it's like, I don't know if this is happy, sad, or a police funeral. <laughs> because it was just the same kind of curious music. And I am not Irish, and I began to get really offended. <laughs> because I'm like, don't, don't. Well, my name is Irish, so that qualifies me. <laughs> to say that I think they played this all perfectly. I'm just saying, as an expert, Chez, I can let you know. <laughs> I've been Kevin to O'Tour. 20 yeah. Belmar St. Patrick's Day parades, and I will say, yeah, they nailed it. Oh, you have it's coming up soon there. New Jersey, they have they have a big uh, St. Patrick's. They do it Day the first weekend of of March. They yeah. do it before the New York one because they figure people are going to go to New York. Yeah. Or uh, why not claim your your uh, territory? But she is fully vested that she believes she's a leprechaun. Yeah. Fully believes this. That's an interesting thing that happened because what I've noticed about Moonlighting, we're 13 episodes in now, is they tend to play situations better than I would expect from a mid-80s show. I Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, like, I've, can, I've been pleasantly surprised by how ahead of the, of the time they are in how they handle things. That said. <laughs> <laughs> and now to pull out from under. The, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. And now uh, let's, take, let's make this Jenga tower fall. Let's do this. It was very 80s because it was a very 80s take on if there's a mental health issue. Yeah. You basically, in the 80s way, use the word nuts yeah. and crazy. Mm -hmm. And the third word would be asylum. And they all popped. All, all this. These were the things that she kept yeah, saying. Yeah, and she even said at one point in the episode, we should call... She uh, didn't say like a padded wagon, did she? No, did no, she no. It was, a, it was like a real term. Like uh, right. somebody from the hospital... Psychiatric. Uh, psychiatric, psychiatric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should come and see this woman, like, because she needs help. Which was odd because 
I was wondering last week if they had that sort of thing when the woman tried to kill herself with the pills and that didn't come up at all. I would say the thing about last week's episode is she did so much that gave her like a 98.9% chance of death. Just the balcony, just they swallow all the pills. There, there was a lot of wrong. Oh, here. a psychiatric hold. Psychiatric hold, yeah. Because they, they, they didn't have that 70, last week. Yeah, 72 hours. When she should have had a psychiatric hold, hold from yeah, taking the pills. Hours, like, yeah, yeah. But if you're a leprechaun, you can have a psychiatric hold. So so attempted suicide, not a psychiatric hold in 1985, 86. But, but, but leprechaun. leprechaun, definitely. Yeah, lepre, leprechaun is. Um, the issue here is well, we fall back into a pattern which is fine because shows are built on structure yeah. where they argue if they're going to take the case, which Maddie usually is finding reasons to dear God, no. And David says, but this is money. And again, he said, if we don't do it, somebody else will take the case. Someone else will take the case. I don't know if that's true. I know, but he, <laughs> he uses that a lot now. I've noticed that he in does. many episodes. So that seems to be his way around her not wanting to take the case. So we're, to go back even to the mental health issue, at one point, David and Maddie have the, they've got nothing in common with each other. They don't get along with each other, which seems to be more of a romantic conversation than a professional conversation, because you don't have to have the same things in common. You just have to do the job. By the way, no one's at the office this week. No, no one, except just, for Agnes. Gone. Yeah. The, the leprechaun made them all disappear, or all killed them with raising of the hand. What's, uh, what's they, Agnes's deal? <laughs> You know what? This episode really brought that to the forefront. I'm going to I agree because I actually I there's somewhere in my notes. There's a note going, what's wrong with Agnes? Yeah, it's a little too quirky, like extra quirky. Here's the thing. And I'm, I am going to read a note, but I wrote it down for a specific reason, because I'm really happy you brought this up. I do like that when Agnes walks in and says you have a client that they're shocked. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. That they're legitimately shocked. Yeah. David's not pulling a cartoonist shock. They're actually surprised. Yeah. And they say, are you sure? And Agnes said, I asked her three times. Uh, yes, I asked her three times. What do you think she could want? That's fine. She's yeah. coming across the symbol, but it's all thing. And then Maddie says, well, why don't you show her? And Agnes responds, show her in what? It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was no. the part I was thinking of. Exactly. Yeah. Because... She Maddie handles the, I mean, uh, Agnes handles the books too. We established that a couple of episodes ago. We have a cat doing it for ourselves, but yeah. But we, Agnes has seemed competent up to this point. And it that, seems... was, that was a weird out of character. I know it was a joke that they wanted to do, but they already had that with the, I asked her three times. Like that's and... more, that's more on the nose of, we don't know what to do with a client. Then and that's she funny. doesn't know where to bring a client. It does remind me of when she went on the train last season, when the, the murder mystery chain, where she seemed really mesmerized with their train stations. And she That's was true, wearing yeah. like a red yeah. riding hood kind of thing. Because we said she, she had never been outside the Blue Moon Detective yeah. Agency. <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder if any of them have been outside the Blue Moon Detective Agency, given how they react to things. Because at one point, and I even said this, I wrote this down because it reminded me, there's a Twilight Zone episode called Five Characters in Search of an Exit. Okay. They're in the cylindrical room. They don't understand why they're there. It's dark. They don't know how they got there. They don't know what's going on. The end of it is you find out they're all action figures and a child reaches in and plays. They don't okay. Because they... They don't have that. But that was them in this episode for one point. There yeah. was a moment where it's like, does Maddie now live here as well? I don't. It. <laughs> oh, Maddie had a closet can, this time. Did you see it? Yes, which was in the same area as the bathroom. <laughs> so she had a closet this time, which was 
weird because if she has a closet, she could have changed out of all those wet clothes last week. There's a closet there, which when you open it up, was in the same area as the bathroom from the previous <laughs> week. And you open it up and you see the leprechaun. By this point, the leprechaun is already their uh, client. The leprechaun believes leprechauns are most uh, in danger at daytime when their power is at their least. So she basically just hid herself in their closet. But when you open it up and she's sitting down reading the book and it's the same area as the bathroom, it's like, in my mind, it filled in the details like she's sitting on the toilet. There was that half second like, oh, God, I don't want to interrupt her in the bathroom. And she's going to calmly go, hi. She still goes calmly high. It's it's not normal, but it's not, which is the wrong term to go here. It is, she is fully convinced she is a leprechaun. Do you think that the bathroom closet works in such a way that if you turn the knob to the left, the floor flips over and it becomes bathroom? And then if you turn the, the knob to the right, it flips back over this way and becomes closet? It could be because there's a knob. I used to have long ago, and it was an old time, a uh, Star Trek Enterprise. It wasn't a Trekkie, but I had Star Trek with the characters. And you know how they have the teleport machine. You put yeah. in there, and then you turn the knob, and then they wouldn't be there because they'd be on the other side. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. There's a large knob that they turn, and it just goes on an axis, and then um, it goes on a Lazy Susan, oh, okay, which, yeah. which I don't know how the plumbing works with that. Yeah, I think that's the case. The conversation before all this is that Maddie is just going to leave today to go to an art museum because mm. I guess that nothing is going on. And it's a cute joke there where Maddie says, I'm going to see a Gauguin. And David says, oh, yeah, he's the guy who duped out Godzilla. Yeah. Which it's a weird joke because it almost works. But the Godzilla monster would be Rodan, who sounds very similar to the sculptor Rodan. <laughs> so then I thought, OK, maybe David was thinking Gagan or maybe he was Ghidorah. And then I had the Mecha, the Mecha Gargan who's just terrorizing the shores of Tahiti. What happened is by that one line, I actually blipped out for two minutes because I just ran down a Godzilla rabbit hole. I dug long, long, long ago in my psyche. Let me ask this. Sure. Godzilla is prevalent now. Very right much. now in, in our time. There's a lot of, there's an Apple TV show. There's a movie coming out. There was just the Godzilla minus one movie. Oh, there's, so good. There's so a good. lot of Godzilla going on right now. Yeah. Was there Godzilla in the 80s? Well, you, okay, you, you're going to have to play it that Godzilla was something he watched as a kid. Okay, yeah. When I, I, I used to watch a lot of Godzilla because there was something in New York called the 430 movie, where you'd split the movie two and they'd have Monster Week. And I will tell you, in elementary school, we lost our collective shit. It was fantastic. Okay. These movies were very much after the first one, which is really not a kid's movie by any stretch in Kojira. Everything else quickly became for children. In fact, half these movies are just a group of kids who have access to the highest levels of authority because they just run into offices and security thing. They, they just, and they save the day. And you're a kid, you know, love that. But these movies came out in the 60s. So there is a chance that David at 10 or 11 would have okay. seen that. So yeah, I, I'm not, okay. I, the, the uh, thing is, I am happy he at least knew enough about E.E. E. Cummings that he could make the, he doesn't use Kappa, you know, joke. I, but to tie back in yeah. to the mental health issue, he makes a Sylvia Plath joke. It's not a good one. And it's not a Sylvia cheer up, which is essentially the 1980s concept of dealing with depression. It's like, can you smile for me? That was a, and it's, that wasn't a good one. That was a good one. Because the Gauguin, I let him have it. He comes like, sure, why not? He went into a whole Rubenesque thing that we saw coming from a mile away the yeah. moment art was brought up. But that one was just... And we haven't brought up the fact that David had a whole new business plan this time, which was hire a second mom for you to make your decisions about what clothes to wear, what uh, gifts to buy, where to go for lunch, 
And to the point that you always make very well, this is large again. He is a kid. Yeah. Now, granted, yes. are there a lot of adult men who would quickly go into that? Sadly, yes. Yeah. That's how I couldn't even get that. Sadly, yes. <laughs> another mother for lease, AMFL, which sounds like a sports league that ran for like two years. <laughs> yeah, but we go, we go all in on Leprechaun. And I was going to say, I will say this. I did a little Leprechaun research. Okay. We're just going to do this very quickly. Yeah. So a few points. They are solitary creatures. I think if you think you're a leprechaun in the real world, you're going to be a solitary creature. The leprechaun, for some, believes transcends small body. Kathleen is indeed on the shorter side. Uh, they are fairies, which is great. But here's the thing. Leprechauns have drunk disorderly cousins called chloricons, which I'm sure I'm mispronouncing. And they drink and they accidentally turn into other creatures. That would have been an interesting character for this thing. Yeah. Just magically transform into a horse. The rest of it, they their powers do not fade during the day. They're tricksters. And apparently the big thing for leprechauns is they're cobblers. They make shoes for the fairy world. That's where they get their money for their pot of gold. That is not where Kathleen, whose name we should say, Kathleen Kilpatrick, I believe is the full name. And uh, she got her name because her dad stole the money from a uh, Irish uh, bank that dealt with coins, $100,000 in gold coins. He told his daughter that she was a leprechaun for reasons that I'm still not sure why it works, because he be- he does bury the pot, of gold, the, pot of gold, the pot of gold in America under a bridge, which is the rainbow arc. I mean, it's, it's possible that it was just a term of endearment that he had for his daughter. And, that, she, and then a, she ran with it because it was what was in that letter, and she probably stared at that letter forever and yeah. determined that. Yeah, I could I could see it. I mean, again, this is not yeah. a knock. It's just she's gone a lot of years without having to be confronted. There was a lot of time that you think a school system would have intervened. Yeah. But a teacher or someone would have some authority would have said, you know what? You know what it is? The Irish are stereotypically coddlers. <laughs> so they just let her go. They just embraced her. And, and just you, you feel confident saying this because your name sounds Yeah, Irish. my name is Kevin is an Irish name. Kevin so, is yeah. an Irish name. Yeah, so, so I, know my, uh, I know my Irish history like they know their leprechaun history. You know what? Let's say yes. <laughs> there is the granting of wishes, and there is the if someone captures you, you have to give them the pot of gold, which they do play into. Mm-hmm. And it gets them the ending they need. Yep. But when, at a certain point, we have the flip again. Maddie thinks it was kind of charming or the dad was kind of going out. And David is now more concerned. Like, no, this person has issues. Yeah. You know, they do need thing. When she's saying, yeah, I'm sure the dad was doing this, uh, the driving. And David's like, no, the dad was greedy. The dad robbed from a bank. The dad was covering his ass. So, yeah. which is interesting that he does, because you do get the sense from episodes that David's relationship with his parents seems a little fraught or a little disconnected. So well, they're not something. letting him run the ground round. Yeah. You know, if uh, if she gave them the, the the gold coins and they kept it, he could he could buy his own ground round. <laughs> and show his dad, this I is how could, you run a ground round. I could run this business into the... And, but the problem is he only knows how to run a business at a loss. <laughs> there is another person chasing her, which she keeps saying she sees him and David can't until David gets knocked over with a board of wood. Which Was it wood or was it with a tire iron? I'm pretty sure it was a board of wood. Because a tire iron would have involved a lengthy hospital, say. He, 
All right, so that scene, they're running from they're running David from this guy in an alley. Yeah, he's yeah. great at alleys. Yeah, so they're running from this guy. They go up on a catwalk to evade him. David gets hit in the back of the head. After not seeing the guy at all. Yeah. After going up there. Not believing her. It's not believing I'm going to go back down. Yeah. Yeah. Show her that it's safe. Right. And then he gets hit on the back of the head. I watched it multiple times. He never hits the front of his head. Yet he has. That's where the the cut and the bandaid is for the whole episode. And. We finally get more of the L.A. cops are depicted <laughs> as idiots in all of these shows. Oh, my God. For like we some... had the detective last week who just wanted to wrap up the case, even he though there to get was home very to watch conflicting reports. And then the guy who never asked for I.D. from them, like back in season one. And now these guys who showed up on the scene where David was assaulted and this where woman a guy is, scared. is running away. The guy the runs away. They don't even yell out stop until he's over the fence. <laughs> like he climbed the whole fence to get away from the cops. And the first time the cop even talks is, hey, stop. <laughs> like at that yeah. point, he was in front of them. He had to run to the fence. He had to run fence. He had to go over the fence, which, by the way, legally you have to have someone climb. If you have an alleyway, there's got to be. Yeah. I've never been in an alleyway that had a tall fence, but in the movies, they're everywhere in TV shows. But these yeah. cops that they put. No, in- not the cops. Oh, by for some union rule, only one cop got out of the car. The other one yeah. apparently, I, you know, the engine's idling. <laughs> I got to stay here. What if He's the car goes in. and just, you know, what if right. I let go and it just runs over the body of that guy who we're not calling the thing. I will say this. They they kept the Band-Aid in the exact area on his forehead for the rest of the episode, even though yeah. at one point the Band-Aid changed colors. And there was a continuity issue earlier when he's walking with Kathleen. They're walking side by side. Then there's the arm behind her back and everything. Anyway, we can always let go there. What they do also have here is that mm. whenever there's an argument going on or there are co- everything's getting heated, you need someone to open a window from an apartment building yeah. and say people are trying to sleep here. Because you can have that or you can have the alternatives, which are I got to get up early in the morning. People, do you people know what time it is? And I'm calling yeah. the cops, which he did. Yeah. The other options being don't make me come out there. I'll <laughs> give you something to yell at. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. But that's how the cops get there. And David does not go to the authorities, does not go to the right. station, does not go to the hospital. He brings Kathleen to Maddie's place because they all end up at Maddie's place. It's like it's yeah. like Casablanca. You, everyone ends up at Rick's. Everyone goes there. And at one point when he leaves her there alone with Maddie to go home and I guess pass out from a concussion, which also does not seem the smartest thing because clearly there are people after her, clearly violent people. So he says, mm-hmm. you too good? You good? I'm going to go <laughs> home and I'm probably going to pass out on your walkway from, from a contusion. But in the middle of the night, which is funny, but also... Kathleen is just digging in her backyard. Yeah. Maddie is upset, but not to the level that maybe I would have been. Yeah. I mean, I'm the sort of person that if I stay over at a person's house, I don't get something to eat or drink unless I ask three times. I've had guests who I realized, oh, okay, apparently I didn't lock anything. But, you know, but I am not of the person that goes. So at no point, and maybe this is, maybe this is people are far more willing to do this. Would have I gone through a tool shed? And start digging in their backyard. I think people like their backyards the way they are, unless they tell me otherwise. It was a lot. <laughs> she had to bury it. She had to bury the pot of gold. She came yeah. with the pot of gold. There is a funny gag that basically every time they're running around and they have the pot of gold, David is dealing with the weight or Maddie's dealing. 
And later yeah. in the airport when they're running and they're being chased by the same guy who brain David, uh, they are running hunched over with the suitcases with the pot of gold. Yeah. Or whatever is in those. Yeah, things. yeah. And it's funny. That's actually yeah. a cute gag. The finding the pot of gold, which they do under the rainbow, which is the archway of a bridge. Why did they choose to dig there? It doesn't look like she's got a map. She didn't even know it was a bridge. Suddenly they're just randomly digging in a place at two in the morning with pickaxes. Yeah. And just going at it. And I'm not demanding reality in a thing, but. I mean, I don't want to see them dig forever. I'm glad they found it. <laughs> I well, you, you knew they have to because it's an hour-long episode, and this was this was the '80s when an hour-long episode was it like 52 minutes, whereas now it's like 40 something. Yeah, you know, you knew you were going to have that moment where you go, "This might be the pot of gold, the one that she brings," and and yeah. Maddie says, "No, I've got a floor safe." Uh, we are reminded that Maddie lives in a nice place that is repeatedly getting trashed. <laughs> she fell and, asleep. The leprechaun fell asleep with heels on on the couch. On the couch. And again, that poor couch. Remember, though. She eats remember, soup on that couch. She doesn't care about the couch. She has, has a, But, you know, I just is shocked what people are willing to eat on a couch. Remember Christmas frequency. When when Liam is just happily <laughs> shoving pasta in his mouth. Yeah. Right before, I think they go into a bed where I think they serve pasta. But it's just. But that's Liam. Liam will. Yeah. Liam, I mean, if, he's going to eat Liam, pasta on the couch. The other guy, smiley guy, is going to clean his face when he's done. It's fine. <laughs> William's going to let out a little burp and giggle and then and go to sleep in the backseat of the yeah. car until they reach the awards thing. Yeah, he had and a full day. Yeah, full day. We we know what we want from our Moonlighting episodes. We want Liam from Christmas Frequency and we want Cole from Snowman. So we're not going to get it. We understand <laughs> that, but we know what we want. But Liam would have been so much more fun than this has never happened to me. But you're right. His three readings of this has never happened to me are this. This has never happened to me. This has never happened to me. This is no change, no inflection. Mm -hmm. I think he was startled he was in a room. Yeah. It wasn't that he was with a woman, that he was in a room that wasn't his bedroom. And his mom didn't come in and say, you good? Did you do your homework? Because he is large, but he got the worst Zoltar. <laughs> Remember when, when Pac-Man came out, there were a lot of Pac-Man-like games. One of them being Casey Munchkin, which actually got sued because it was exactly like Pac-Man. It was for the Magnavox 2, Odyssey okay. 2. This guy is, whatever Zoltar is, is his... Magnavox Odyssey 2 version of Pac-Man. I have really gone down a very narrow line of pop culture thinking here, but just go with me here. But yeah, he, he got the crap one. The one that's not even by the shore, I think he actually he actually had to excavate it to find it because the owner said, screw it. No, we bury it with the E.T. Atari cartridges. But <laughs> It's under the Kevin, rainbow. Kevin, what yeah. I'm saying is you got to help me out because I'm going deeper and deeper. Um, pull me back. So, so they... Decide that she's going to go back to Ireland. She decides. She she's decides she's going to go back to Ireland. Which is understandable. So they, they escort her. And the gold. And the gold. And she had said at one point, like, oh, I wish I could give you three wishes. And Maddie said, well, maybe you shouldn't give David three wishes. Yeah, I like and that she's too. like, yeah. and that was funny. But I'm also thinking, David just got screwed out of three wishes. Yeah, but the, she's not going to do anything good with those wishes. Oh, no, the world's not going to go. The world <laughs> no, is not going to. You it's think for the best. I think if David had given the wishes, not that I think this is where policies would have lied, we, we might be where we are now back in 1986. <laughs> the world would have been a horrible place just a lot early. Not that it was good back then, but it's own particular version of horrible. But that's okay. 2040 would have happened so much sooner. He would have ended oh, the sooner. world so much sooner. Yeah, they're going there. Suitcases heavy with gold. And the guy finds him at the airport, of course. The one who brained David. 
and gives chase because every episode ends in a chase. Yeah. This Which one is, is funny because yeah. they're running with gold with heavy, heavy suitcases. And but also how they do it is that when they're at the ticket line, they jump the ticket counter, mm -hmm. then go into the little conveyor belt with their thing, which, again, it was really easy to get into an airport in the 80s. I remember my dad would meet me at the gate. I didn't know he could have leapt over a counter. But here's where this particular airport, I'm assuming LAX is one giant Escher print. Yeah, because that's the conveyor belt that they get the luggage off. And then they bring in the cars to bring the plane. But this conveyor belt just does a loop. It goes from there to the luggage claim area. And I don't think they jumped on a different conveyor belt. I've seen what it looks like in there. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. But just jumped on there and then brought them to there. And they're having the time of their lives on that thing. They couldn't hide their joy at being able to yeah, ride. They were a blast. Yeah, they're having a blast. I would too. I would have. I would be having a blast. It it had never really happened to them before. It had not. And, <laughs> <laughs> it, took me half, it took me half a second to realize what you just did. That's perfect. But of course, the other guy does it. So they get in line for the uh, for the to get on the plane because then 1986 airport. And in order to disguise themselves, they say, "Can I hold?" They talk to people. Can I hold that jacket? Can I hold that hat? And they wear it. And at no point, I guess it's such an awkward situation. At no point do these people go, "Can I have my clothes back?" Because you said yeah, you like, were going to hold as they were do, as they were trying to do something. But I think Maddie just says, "Can I hold that hat?" And that woman says hat box. Hat box. And there's no reason so that because she, that woman that's was even perfectly worse. doing fine. That's even worse because then she, she had to open the hat box to put the hat on. It's not like she's like, can I have the hat that she puts it on her head, which is weird already. But I guess if you're in line, someone asks, can I hear you? you go, okay, you know, thank you for that. And they put on your clothes. Maybe you are so dumbfounded you can't say no or give me back. No, they're all stuck in that leprechaun trance that the yeah. first guy was. They're all just, you know, okay. I mean, yeah. I don't like this, but. So they okay. run, they run. They're actually wearing these clothes when the guy chases them through the conveyor belt, I think, at yeah. some point. They get to the plane area, and because, I, I, once again, I don't think LAX, if this is how LAX is laid out, I've been to LAX, and I have not looked at it and going, this is a Russian nesting doll of an airport. It's just inside itself repeatedly, because it's pretty well laid out. And here, it is just the, it's bizarro world. Yeah, it's uh, it's the hallways in like a Scooby Doo chase. Yeah, it's like you just go in something and you pop out another side. It's it's like a false reality, a false geography. Like when they say I love Lucy, they give the apartment number for where it is, and if you look at it, it's like their apartments in the East River. <laughs> or I'm I'm doing all references. Maud Maud is this long drive to Maud's house, and if you look at it, it's like this person made. 47 wrong turns to get here like this way. <laughs> I can go on and on. They're all in the 70s and they're making me sound older and older as I go on. But they get there. The guy reaches them because... Yeah. So there's a confrontation. The chase ends. And because he grabbed her, she says she legally has to give him the gold by yeah. legal leprechaun rules. At that point, you know what's, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know. But they said, no, and I have to. The guy happily... Goes off with the suitcases a lot quicker than everyone else with those heavy suitcases. And she, what does she say? She says, what would you have done if I had given you the wishes? If I had given you the gold, what would you have done? Yeah. To, we would return it. And then she disavows being a leprechaun. Because hmm. neat ending, which apparently is hold the arms, disavows. And of course, we know at this point, that's full of bricks, those suitcases, I assume. Yep. Yeah, because she gives David a key. She he, she broke those bricks off the side of Maddie's house while Maddie was sleeping. <laughs> With the pickaxe that Maddie yeah. apparently has. Yeah, yeah. Just, just singing an old Irish song. That would be perfect. And it's not even that old. It's actually like a, a 
it's it's from Enya's album, you know, yeah, Orinoco Flow. We're just smashing yeah. into the thing. <laughs> but what's there is a cute thing because she gives him a key, and Maddie, who tends to say "What's that?" a lot for things for, yeah. for the purpose. I do like that. He's like, "It's the epilogue." Yeah, I like a, that. That was a nice fourth wall break yeah. moment. Yeah. So they go to the airport locker, and of course, there's the pot of gold, and they say they need a sky cap or a thing. And of course, they get the most Irish person possible. Yeah, yeah. you got to put a button on it. Yeah. But this, it's not one of their bottom episodes. I would not say that in any no. regard. It is a little bit of a come down from the last. Yeah, year. it just it exists. It exists. It didn't upset me <laughs> like like the other yeah. ones that we didn't like. It, it didn't just, upset. Yeah. Yeah. It just it existed. It made it was another episode. And it did not upset me to the point that um, apparently this person on IMDb who wanted to go back in time and hurt people. Like, <laughs> he was that person was mad. That that person had <laughs> they 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 wanted answers. Yeah. And they weren't going to get them. So next week we're taking a break. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no we are doing next week. Yeah. No moonlighting next week. We will be back with episode eight, which I'm sure has a name. You think Kiki would have told us? We, I begin to think for a lot of reasons we rely too much on a cat. It's called Portrait of Maddie. So does she not age and there's a portrait of her aging horribly in her attic? Or An artist whom Maddie has never met paints her portrait and then shoots himself. Maddie decides... <laughs> you got to take that personally. <laughs> Maddie decides to purchase the portrait and gives it to the artist's brother, who is then killed. You know what? I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued. The dad from Wonder Years is in it. Oh, yeah. He, uh, Laurie. Laurie yeah, Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. But, There's somebody named Paul Rudd in it, but it's not that Paul Rudd. I guess that's not, that would have been nice because that may have been a little bit more of a cleanser, you know, palate cleanser from Quantumania. <laughs> no, I do Paul. not have the issues that people have with Quantumania, but I it was. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was not one of the better ones. But then again, I I enjoyed the Marvels, especially you know um, Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I said it yeah. right. I said no, that can't yeah. be right because it's Captain Marvel. Ms. Marvel. She's fantastic in that. Mm -hmm. She actually makes you happy to be watching it. She's just having oh, yeah. a blast. Yeah. And um, so what we're saying is that next week we're going to be discussing the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> now that they brought up. Um, what could be going on with Deadpool and Wolverine? And but really, it will be about the J Lo movie. And I got to tell you, I I don't know. The thing I can tell, or at least I hope I can tell, is I don't think it'll. If it's bad, I don't think it'll be boring bad. No, no. I mean, there's a steampunk heart that apparently yeah. she goes in, and an intervention about sex, and the dancer from Dancing with the Stars. I can't wait for that. I can't either. <laughs> so i i hesitate doing the what prop would go to the uh to the planet hollywood planet hollywood because the obvious one seems to be the pot of gold yeah so i challenge us in these last okay few yeah yeah so not the pot of gold. not the pot of gold because not a, i mean there's the pickaxe which gets used to uh, no she's using a shovel it's when a she's defiling the backyard Notice how I take doing something with people's property without asking permission versus defiling. But it's like, no, you don't do that. Because it needs to be tangible. It can't be Maddie's magical bathroom closet. No. It may just have there's, to be the pot of gold. Yeah, there's not much. The piece of wood that brains David <laughs> that, that hits him so so hard in the back of the head that he yeah. bleeds out his forehead. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
It's it's the pot of gold. It has to be. So so again, next week, J Lo. Yeah. This is gonna be fantastic. Even if a JLo episode ends up with a cream pie fight or someone throwing cash and selling to saying, Yeah, that's it, I've lost my money and I don't go to jail. If they make a these are previous I, movie I trust, episodes. I trust J Lo to make that work. I do too. I th- I think I think uh she's done the research. <laughs> I'm gonna believe in J Lo here. I am yeah. I am. I think I think this will be uh fascinating. Uh thank you for listening. <laughs> thank uh, you for listening. Check us and- out on Moonies never say die hard at Instagram and TikTok. And, and also, yeah, check out Zini's restaurant on Instagram. Yes. They're really bulking it up with stuff. They, That's what people are, say they, when they populate an Instagram page, I, right? I, They're I, bulking I, it up. <laughs> I believe that is what the influencers are doing. Yeah. Or apparently, in the way we're saying bulking up, the infusers of, uh, <laughs> if we're, gonna, we're just going to screw up everything. But yeah. And now stay tuned for your local broadcast. Tonight on Eyewitness News, my wife Brenda thinks she could go to Nashville with all her friends. Well, let's see how Brenda looks.